0: The federal government spends upwards of $30 billion on medical research in the U.S. each year. Does any of this money directly benefit patients? You're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm your host, attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom, President and Chief Science Officer of Partnership for Cures, a nonprofit that drives cures to patients through repurposing current therapies for new uses. And my guest is Dr. Richard J. Boxer, Chief Science Officer of Vanserta Incorporated and Clinical Professor of Surgery and Urology at the University of Wisconsin-Madison and Clinical Professor of both Family and Community Medicine and Health Policy at the Medical College of Wisconsin in Milwaukee. Dr. Boxer and I are discussing his concept of a public-private enterprise to drive cures to patients called the American Center for Cures, Dr. Boxer, welcome to Reach MD.
1: Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity of speaking to you and look forward to a rousing discussion.
0: So, briefly explain to our listeners what the American Center for Cures will be and how it's different from our current approach to medical research.
1: The American Center for Cures will be a new facility within the National Institutes of Health, which will bring to the American people and indeed to humanity the discoveries that have been made through the basic science of the NIH, and universities around the world. The principal reason for it is that there has been enormous discoveries made, but many of those discoveries have not been applied to the patient, and so therefore we believe that the pieces of the puzzle, which have been created by the basic scientists, and we treasure their discoveries, but those pieces of the puzzle will be brought together so that we are able to have cures or better yet, preventions of disease, but certainly early diagnosis or cures of diseases that have been afflicting, frankly, humanity for time immemorial.
0: So describe the pieces of the American Center for Cures. What does it look like, and how is it organized?
1: Well, the American Center for Cures will be a well-funded organization, a center within the National Institutes of Health, but it will be separate from the National Institutes of Health in its budget. And the director of the Cures Center um, we'll call them the directors of cures, Doc D O C. But the American Center for Cures will have its director appointed by the president, rather than appointed by the National Institute of Health director or the Secretary of H H S. The reason is that we want to have as much independence as possible, and also we want to bring to bear the office of the President of the United States and have the entire federal government really committed to this concept. Within the American Center for Cures, there'll be Several divisions. One will be what we call a Health Advanced Research Projects Agency, or HARPA, uh, which is very much like the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency within the Defense Department. It'll be a high-risk, high-opportunity research facility, which will be looking for answers to diseases or questions posed by a Cures Council. The Cures Council will be consisting of great Americans who are creative or entrepreneurial, scientists, Nobel laureates, presidents of medical schools, agency heads for research facilities, and these people will decide which three or four diseases at a time will be approached and will be focused upon. This is mission-driven research as opposed to curiosity-driven research, which is what is the standard within the National Institutes of Health and universities. This will be completely different and will focus their energy upon the separate diseases that are chosen. There will also be a division that will be funding medium and small size biotechnology and bioengineering firms, which will have great promise for discoveries of cures. One of the problems that occurs now in this country is that small or medium-sized biotech firms come close to cures of diseases or potential cures for diseases, but they run out of money. And so um, it's called the valley of death in the research world. So what we want to do is have a separate fund of money available to try to prevent these wonderful discoveries from going down the tubes. And so the most important aspect of the facility will be really to translate and apply knowledge that's already been discovered to the patient.
0: So is anybody talking about this concept in the current presidential race?
1: Well, there are several presidential candidates who are very familiar with it. And actually, just recently, Lance Armstrong Foundation had... A debate or a forum, really was more of a forum because no one really debated, about how the present candidates would fund or look at cancer research. Some people believe, and I think it's well-founded, that there has um, been a reduction in science in the last six and a half or seven years during this administration, and their priorities were different uh, for a variety of different reasons, and rather than being political, I can, you can just simply say it's a fact each year the NIH and other research facilities have gotten less money from the federal government. And there are some people in this, in this country who strongly believe that scientific funding needs to be increased and a focus on different diseases must be done because the internal terrorism, that is, the uh, diseases that are causing hundreds of thousands of people to die prematurely, should be considered a, a national priority, just like external terrorism. There has been discussion. I know that Senator Clinton has discussed this in forums, and the other candidates are well, are well aware of this as well. So the answer to your question is we hope that a lot more discussion will be made, but early discussion has already
0: ensued. Dr. Boxer, whenever there's a government agency that runs something, it seems like there's politics, compromise, and waste. How's the American Center for Cures going to be any different?
1: Well, I think that the assumption in your question may be somewhat biased or possibly even false in certain respects, and I, with no disrespect to you, in the scientific community, in the NIH and, and other places that deal with medical science, I think that there is an enormous amount of good that comes out of it. The question, I think, comes to whether or not the American Center for Cures will be just another bureaucracy. Why shouldn't it be just simply pouring more money into the present bureaucracy? And the answer to that question, I think, is that the American Center for Cures is just plain different. The American Center for Cures is going to... Once again, focus on applications and, and applying the research, but also it's going to be mission driven, which is there'll be one or two or three or four diseases, probably three or four diseases, depending upon the amount of monies available, that will be focused upon, and it won't be curiosity driven, which is the standard within the National Institutes of Health. We believe that with a new approach, there should be a new place for it to happen. I've heard from dozens and dozens of scientists, Nobel laureates who who said that if they had an opportunity to create a method by which we would find preventions or cures of diseases, they would never create the National Institute of Health the way it is now. And the reason is that it, the NIH started really several hundred years ago but in its fetal development, but recently, in the last 50 years, it was excellent for what it wanted to do at the time. But the things have changed, just like things have changed in so many other ways in science and the social environment. And so putting more money into an old bureaucracy for a new idea is, we think, a bad idea. We think that there needs to be a new way of doing things and a new approach, and that would require new environment a new culture for science and research. So we believe that there will be less ways and more focus if we have a new agency, a new center for, for cures.
0: So our listeners know, what legislators are supportive of the American Center for Cures?
1: Well, the American Center for Cures Act was brought to the Senate floor by Senators Joseph Lieberman and Tom Carper on the Democratic side, Thad Cochran of Mississippi. Uh, Carper from Delaware. Senator Thad Cochran from uh, Mississippi and Senator Kay Bailey Hutchison from Texas. So it was bipartisan approach to a um, bipartisan problem, which is disease. Obviously, disease knows no party line, blue states, red states, males, females, any, every different religion. And that's one of the most important things about legislation for health, which is it, it should be bipartisan because it is a bipartisan problem. It, there should not be any politics within health research or curing diseases. This is, this is an American problem, and we have to have an American answer.
0: So what happened when it was introduced? How come it didn't become reality the first time?
1: Well, to begin with, I was told that um, it is extraordinarily unusual for a couple of people who are not Extremely well funded through organizations or through the political process to get legislation introduced to begin with. There's a process and it takes sometimes two or three times before bills will be not just introduced but passed. And then there's not only does the bill have to be authorized, that is, uh, made into law, it also has to be appropriated, that is, monies have to be placed into it. And that's two separate processes. I'm learning a lot um, about this and unfortunately it's frustrating for a person like myself who's surgeon and you know because surgeons have the personality that they see a problem and they want to take care of it, cut it out, cure it, or do whatever. And this process is more like, you know, making a, a sausage by first growing some vegetable and then, you know, and then finding an animal to eat it and then eventually <laughs> slaughtering it and making it into into a sausage. I mean, it's, a, it's such a long process that drives me crazy at times, but it's it, it's a process that apparently has worked in the past and I just have to be patient, although um, that's not my
0: strongest suit. So in the 2006 race the U.S. government and industry were making to find cures, we spent over $60 billion on medical research, and yet we only created 23 new drugs, and none of them had a huge impact on a patient population. Is there something we can do to rework government priorities and reward systems to get better treatments and cures to patients faster and more economically? I want to thank my guest, Dr. Rick Boxer, for talking to us today about the American Center for Cures, a potential answer to these provocative questions. I'm attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom, President Chief Science Officer of Partnership for Cures, a nonprofit that repurposes existing treatments for new uses. You've been listening to the clinician's roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your emails to XM at ReachMD.com. Thank you for listening.